The Dallas Stars closed out their five-game homestand with a 3-2 overtime win over the Detroit Red Wings. And on today's episode, we'll revisit Saturday's matinee game and talk about what happened, react to what happened, and hear some post-game sound bites from Niels Lundqvist, Coach Pete DeBoer, Jake Ottinger, and Dennis Gurionov. And then we'll close out today's episode looking ahead to tonight's game, the first of five consecutive on the road for the Stars. They'll take on the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight, and we'll preview that game as well as revisit Saturdays on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bing bong. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Monday, December 12th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. If you're new to the show and you're watching on YouTube, please do consider hitting that subscribe button. And you can also find and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where or how you may choose to listen. And we can be found on social media at Locked on Stars on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. Now let's jump into today's episode and go back in time a couple of days to Saturday afternoon where the Dallas Stars finished off their five-game homestand with a big-time 3-2 to two overtime win against the Detroit Red Wings. A, a very fun and entertaining game. Uh, I mean, high energy, but also at the same time, I mean, is low scoring, but um, both teams playing incredibly hard. Lots of hits, lots of really good offensive opportunities, and some pretty good goaltending from Jake Ottinger and Vili Husso of the Red Wings. But one of the biggest players in this game is a guy who is continuing to trend in the upward direction slowly but surely. That is defenseman Niels Lundqvist, who just continues to make his presence felt after missing a few games uh, a few weeks ago, being a healthy scratch and having Joel Hanley come in. And really, ever since Lundqvist has rejoined the lineup, he has made his presence felt and has made an impact on the ice for this Stars team. He scores the game-tying goal against the Ottawa Senators in the third period on Thursday and then scores the overtime game-winner on Saturday. Just a phenomenal play from Mason Marchment and Niels Lundqvist that gets the Stars that second and much-needed point as they continue to stay neck-and-neck with the Winnipeg Jets for first place in the Central Division. Now let's take a minute and go inside the Dallas Stars locker room and hear what Niels Lundqvist had to say about the goal, and we'll also hear from Jake Ottinger and get some perspective from him. He made a very interesting comparison on Saturday when talking about Niels, so we'll hear from Lundqvist first, and then we'll hear from Jake Ottinger what he saw on that game-winning play and his overall thoughts on Niels Lundqvist's performance as of late. Yeah, obviously a lot of fun, you know, a lot of fun to, to, to score some goals, and, and yeah, uh, obviously a lot of fun to score in overtime too, so yeah, two big points. I try to, to do my best and, and, and perform out there, and, and if the coaches trust me in three on three, I'm, I'm happy to play. I think it's a lot of fun, it's, it's creating more space, and, and yeah, happy to score a goal. I like three on three, I think it's fun, as I said, it's a little more ice, and, and, and you can skate a lot, and usually 
it's creating a lot of scoring chances. Right now, everybody just tried to keep the puck, though. So, uh, yeah, happy that we, we got a 2-1 and one and Mush made a, a very great play and I, uh, and I just could touch it in the net. So, yeah, great play by Mush and, and happy for two points. Yeah, it just seems like uh, we've, you know, waited our turn and been patient. And obviously, it's, uh, it, I think over time, it's like changed as the years have gone on. I think teams more are just focused on possession and you try to strike when you get your chance and, uh, you know, we were patient and then we got our chance and finished it. Yeah, it's great. I think, uh, you know, the guys in here know how good he is and, you know, how good he can be and he reminds me a lot of Klinger and, uh, you know, I think he has a great future and he's just, you know, going to get more and more confident and, you know, I'm really happy for him. He you know, had an opportunity and stepped up huge. I mean, you guys heard Jake touch on it there. The, I mean, overtime is just in this weird place this season where three-on-three three at times can be in- incredibly exciting and exhilarating to watch, but then there's moments like what we saw on Saturday. The Red Wings really j- it just seemed scared to make any sort of move. Uh, I think they maybe got one shot on goal, a lot of hesitancy, a lot of unwillingness to move the puck, and it really didn't seem like the Stars were going to get a good, clean opportunity to make a play in that overtime period, but thankfully to the defensive savviness of Mason Marchment and the awareness of Niels Lundqvist, the Stars were able to put the puck away before the the game eventually would have inevitably moved to a shootout, uh, which the Stars have yet to win a game in shootouts so far this season. And so really big play there by Mush to steal the puck away. And then, of course, the ability to get up ice in a hurry uh, to feed Niels Lundqvist for a pretty easy game-winning goal opportunity. And I think, you know, you, you hear Jake Ottinger make that comparison, Niels Lundqvist, to John Klingberg, who is now no longer with the Stars, rather with the Anaheim Ducks. I think that's a really interesting comparison, but one that I think uh, is pretty high praise from Jake Ottinger. I mean, Klingberg was on a little bit of a decline with his last few years in Dallas, but when he was at his best with this team, I mean, he was one of the best offensive defensemen in this league, and Lundqvist certainly isn't to that level quite yet, but he's starting to kind of put the pieces together and starting to kind of figure out his game a little bit. I mean, his sample size and overall time in the National Hockey League is still incredibly small, uh, and he still has the majority of his professional career ahead of him. But it would be really great, I think, for this Stars team if Niels could eventually get to that point where he's producing offensively like John Klingberg did whenever he was really in his prime with this Stars team. And, And I mean, you look back at this trade, and as this trade continues to pan out and age, it's slowly but surely starting to pan out really well for this Stars team. I mean, Niels Lundqvist is only 22 years old, and I think we're starting to see him take the right steps. He's developing properly. I think he's just one of those guys that isn't going to be the best player he can possibly be the second that he starts playing in the NHL. It's going to take a little bit of time. It's going to take a little bit of work, and I think so far we've seen Niels put that work in, and sometimes it's also going to take admitting that not everything goes perfectly all the time, and sometimes you do have to come out for a few games, be a healthy scratch as a young player, and get some different perspective of what's happening out there on the ice. And I think, I mean, so far, it seems like that has benefited Niels Lundqvist, that he is now a better player, having taken some of those games off. And he's really playing at an incredibly high level, and he's a ton of fun to watch. He brings all kinds of energy to this team on the ice, and there's just a level of confidence with him that is continuing to rise game by game, and that's, I think, going to continue to be the case if he continues to make these big plays. And, of course, playing alongside Miro Haskinen probably has something to do with that as well. But really good stuff from Lundqvist over the past couple games, and let's hope he brings that excellence on this road trip because the Stars are going to need all hands on deck if they want to get away from this Metropolitan Division road trip with 
a good amount of points. I mean, we'll talk a little bit about that road trip and the first game of that trip later in the episode, but really nice that the Stars were able to close out this homestand on a high note with a 3-1-1 record. I mean, points in four out of the five games, pretty successful. I mean, you get rid of that Tuesday shutout to the Maple Leafs, and that's a pretty you know, overall successful homestand for this Dallas team. And now they got to look to carry that momentum on the road. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will continue to talk about Saturday's win and we'll shift to the focus from defense to offense. We'll talk about Dennis Gurionov and if his goal on Saturday is what he needed to accelerate his pace for points this season. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Simply Safe. Here at Locked on Stars, we believe home should be where you and your family feel the safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering listeners 40% off a new security system. But don't put this off. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use FastProtect technology exclusively from SimpliSafe to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you and your family can get higher priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite security system. You can get 40% off any new system at SimpliSafe.com slash LockedOnNHL today. That's SimpliSafe.com slash LockedOnNHL. There is no safe like Simply Safe. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day, continuing to talk about Saturday's overtime win. And the Dallas Stars had several different players step up in big moments. Jamie Benn continuing his fantastic season. He gets a big power play goal. The team had been a little bit dry on the power play over the last handful of games and even at the start of this game. But Jamie Benn finally buries one on the man advantage. So hopefully we'll see a little bit of momentum whenever the Stars do get those man advantage opportunities. But if you want to talk about momentum, you do have to mention Denis Gurionov, who I've said and many others have said this season is maybe the most perplexing player on this Dallas Stars roster. Because there have been several moments this season where he has not been at his best. But there have also been several moments where you watch him play and you really just have to take a step back and be reminded this guy is incredibly talented and there's a reason why he was drafted as high as he was by this Stars team. This guy, even though there, there are mistakes, and honestly, you look at this whole team, there are guys that make mistakes all the time, even the best players. I mean, Miro Haskinen made a mistake the other night against Ottawa. You don't see it very often, but everyone does it. But I think a guy like Gurionov, where the potential is truly there, I mean, it just stings a little bit more when you see a guy like Dennis make those mistakes. But he took a step in the opposite direction, in the right direction, on Saturday. I mean, he made a really nice play with Mason Marchment and scored the first Stars goal of the game near the end of the first period to, you know, even the score, which was huge for that Stars team. They didn't really have a ton of momentum in that period. It seemed like the Red Wings were kind of controlling things, and Denis Garyanov gets the team started, gets the team going late in that first frame, and I think that, that was huge, and that was impactful on the overall outcome of the game. But I mean, just look at that play and several other plays Denis Gurionov has made as of late. I mean, this guy can skate with just about anyone in the NHL. I think that he's certainly in the discussion for best skater on the team with Rope Hints and Miro Haskinen. And then also just the way that he can enter the zone. If you haven't seen it already, I know it's somewhere on my Twitter page. Go back and watch his zone entry on Thursday against the Ottawa Senators. I don't remember exactly when in the game it was. I want to say it was second 
third period, but I mean, he made a move, a move that you would see a guy like Connor McDavid make. I mean, he just navigates through two, three defenders at one time, handling the puck with ease and getting a shot on goal, getting an opportunity to score. I mean, it was a thing of beauty. He just wasn't quite able to finish the shot, which happens every now and then, but it's not just that instance. There's been several times over the past few games where, whether it's on the power play or on the five-on-five, where Denis Gurionov has carried the puck in and he looks like Miro Haskin in moving it. I mean, he just does it with such ease. He moves so freely and so loosely the way that he skates. It's, It's really a great thing to watch, but there's just, you know, a few other mistakes and things that I think can be you know addressed and can be fixed and I think they are slowly but surely getting fixed I mean like I said I think he took a step in the right direction today offensively with that play with Mason Marchman I mean he absolutely needed that goal to go and I would 100% love to see him get more looks and get more opportunities to make plays like that. And I think after that goal, the coaching staff did just that. They kind of shifted the lines a little bit in the middle of the game. Near the end of the game, we started to see Gurionov playing with Jamie Benn and Wyatt Johnston, and we saw Delandria start playing a little bit with Tyler Sagan and Mason Marchment. So a little bit of an adjustment. Maybe, just maybe, we'll see Gurionov get moved to a different line yet again. Maybe we'll see him take over second-line duties yet again alongside Sagan and Marchment. Maybe we'll see Roddick Foxa go back down to that fourth line. Very curious to see what the lineup looks like tonight in Pittsburgh against the Penguins. But a really big moment for Denis Gurionov, and I really do hope that this is something that he can carry along with him over the next several games. And start to establish some goals, start to establish some points, because I I think that there really is some true offensive potential there. But let's hear now from Denis Gurionov and what he had to say about his goal on Saturday. And then we'll also hear from Coach Pete DeBoer and get his insight on what he thought of Denis on Saturday. Yeah, just uh, so as soon as uh, Mersh get the puck, you know, I just uh, try to go by the defenseman, get the puck and just shoot. You know, and, uh, good play by Sagan and, and Mush. Yeah, you know, just trying to like play my my best game. You know, like using my size, strong size, like speed shot. You know. What did you think of Dennis's performance? The goal, obviously, but even just beyond that. Great, best game he's played since I've been here. I, I wanted to reward Dennis. Like I said, it's the best game I've seen him play here. So you know, we wanted that. That was the the start of it, and. Um, yeah, I, again, I, we didn't have any passengers tonight. It wasn't that anyone was playing poorly. I just, you know, when you see a guy on his game like that, you want to reward that. If you've been listening to the pod since the summer, and really even before, you know that I'm a pretty big believer in Denis Gurionov. And even before I started hosting this podcast, I've been a fan of Denis Gurionov. I think that the potential is certainly there. He's only 25 years old. I mean, he's been around for quite a while now, but also at the same time, still has really the majority of his career still left ahead of him. I mean, just relatively young compared to a lot of the other players on this roster. And I've been wanting him to have a great year. I mean, I know myself and others have been critical of his performance at times, uh, but I'm, it's never from a place of hatred or wanting him to do bad or necessarily wanting him gone from the team. I think he certainly has a role on this team when he's playing at his best. And I really do hope that this goal that he scored on Saturday is the first step in the right direction for him and he can start finding a way to contribute to this team. I think that when when he's skating well, when he's moving the puck well, when he's taking good shots and getting those clean opportunities, I think that this Dallas Stars team is just a little bit better. I mean, they have a ton of forward talent already, but if you get Dennis Gurionov playing at his best, that adds a whole new dimension to the offense. And I was really excited for him when he signed the new deal in the summer. Seems a little bit kind of like a show me deal. It seems like the front office and the coaching staff are saying, show us 
that you can still be this really talented top six forward who can play at a high level, who can score, you know, 20, 25 goals every season, if not more. I mean, I know he's behind a little bit in the goals this season, but if we can really see him have a turnaround here from here on out, I think that it can be considered a successful season. I mean, we've seen guys get off to these really slow starts and then kind of explode, you know, two or three months later into the season. It just takes them a little bit of time to get going. And I'm really hoping that that has been the case for Denis Gurionov. And I hope that this goal that he scored on Saturday is again the first step in the right direction for him having a really solid, you know, last three fourths of the season. Because I still think that he's a special player and there's a lot that he can continue to do for this team and make them that much better as they continue to trudge forward in this season. Kind of starting to get into the thick of things. It's starting to become a little bit more of a war of attrition in this NHL season. I mean, guys are going to start getting tired. I mean, teams are going to start to experience a lot more injuries. I know you have teams like the Capitals and the Avalanche. That seems like they're already at their wits end with injuries, but you're going to need guys to step up in big cases some nights. You're going to have nights where you're going to be missing some players or guys that can't you know, give it 100% because of injury or just because they're on a back-to-back, things of that nature. And so Denis Gurionov has a great opportunity ahead of him to continue to prove anyone who's doubting him wrong. Uh, I know that there's some Stars fans that think that he should get traded at the deadline. And if I think if he raises his level of play and is helping this team win games and helping them be in a nice spot in the playoff race, I see no reason why the Dallas Stars should not look to hold on to him. I think that he still provides value to this team and can't wait to see what he can do for this team going forward. Great opportunity on this road trip to continue to impress the coaching staff, gain favor with them, and continue to gain favor with his teammates. Well, we're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we will look ahead to tonight's game. The Stars kicking off their five-game Metropolitan Division road trip with a date with the Pittsburgh Penguins. More on that right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. Closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, the team had a really nice homestand five games in a row in the friendly confines of the American Airlines Center, but like Willie Nelson and his friends, they are back on the road again. A five-game road trip on tap, all five games against teams in the Metropolitan Division. And it starts off with a pretty brutal one-two punch, a back-to-back against the best two teams in that division. Tonight, they have a date with Sidney Crosby and the Red Hot Pittsburgh Penguins, 16-8-4, second in the Metro Division, and they've won their last five games. Although things seem to be going pretty well in Pittsburgh right now, it's been a pretty bumpy year, an up-and-down year up to this point for the Pens. At one point, they had a seven-game losing streak from October 24th that lasted until November 5th. Things did not necessarily seem very great. Things were not going very swimmingly for this team at times, but really ever since the end of that losing streak, they've started to turn things around and have started to find their identity and kind of gotten back to playing the kind of hockey many expected that they would 
this season. And this team it is built around a lot of talent that has been with this organization for the past several seasons, and they're playing at a high level, and they're looking to make it back to the playoffs and not just make it in the playoffs and get eliminated in round one. They're looking to make a deep run because in the next few years, this roster is going to look very very different. And so a lot of these guys, this is maybe the last hurrah or maybe the second to last hurrah for some of the players on this roster. They are, of course, headlined by the aforementioned Sidney Crosby, who is a dark horse, maybe not even dark horse at this point, but a very much in the conversation for the Hart Trophy with 17 goals and 21 assists, 38 points this season at age 35. Crosby and Alex Ovechkin, Joe Pavelski, guys like this, Father Time has not caught up to them yet. All those guys continuing to play at an incredibly high level. And if it's not Sidney Crosby, it's Jake Gunsel, 13 goals, 16 assists on the season. Evgeny Malkin, longtime Penguin with 8 goals and 20 assists. Ricard Raquel, Brian Russ, Jason Zucker. I mean, this team is just absolutely loaded with a ton of great forward talent. They also have some good guys playing on the blue line, including veteran Chris Letang, who was back in the lineup on Saturday against the Buffalo Sabres after recovering from a stroke that he suffered not too long ago, kind of near the end of November. Scary situation. You never want to see a player or anyone go through something like that, but really great to see Chris Letang already back on the ice and playing with his team uh, it seems like this could potentially be his last season with the Penguins and maybe even his last season in the NHL. But it's not just the skaters. This team also has some pretty solid goaltending talent headlined by their starter, their go-to guy, Tristan Jari, who is 12-3-3 on the season with a 2.76 goals against average and a .919 save percentage. And the backup, Casey DeSmith, 4-5-1 with a 2.80 goals against average and a 9.16 save percentage. I imagine that we are going to see Tristan Jari in this game with the Penguins not having played since Saturday. They've had the same amount of time off as the Stars, and you'd have to imagine they want to put their best guy in net for a team that is near or tied for the top of their division in the Stars. And so, I mean, you got to be prepared for that matchup. But even if it is Casey DeSmith, he hasn't played as many games, but he has pretty similar numbers to Jari and can still play at a high level. But a lot of big names on this Penguins team, and it kind of feels like this is a potential quote-unquote last dance type season, especially for this big three in Crosby, Malkin, and Latang. Like I said earlier, Chris Latang will be a UFA after this season. It wasn't even really a certainty that he was going to come back and play for Pittsburgh this season. There was a lot of speculation that he would somewhere in free agency sign with a different team, and it seemed like Pittsburgh would not be bringing him back. But then near the end of the offseason, they make a move, they make some adjustments, and they get Chris Letang back on the roster for one last ride with his friends Crosby and Malkin. Although both of those guys will be around a little bit longer after this season, Crosby will be with the team at least through 2025, and Malkin, who is 36 years old, will be with the team at least through 2026, according to Cap friendly. But you look at this game as a whole, and it is a game of two high-powered offenses. Both of these teams are in the top 10 in goal scored this season. The Stars have, they both have really great plus goal differentials. The Stars at plus 24, and the Penguins at plus 17. And this is also a very interesting special teams battle, with the Penguins not too strong on the power play. Only the 25th best power play in the league, only operating and scoring at about 20%. While 
I mean, maybe you say, okay, maybe they're not getting their looks. They are 12th in the National Hockey League in power play opportunities, 95, and they only have 19 power play goals, whereas the Dallas Stars have gone 22 of 87 on the power play, and they still find themselves in the top 10 in power play percentage across the league this season. But where the special teams battle gets really interesting in this game is on the penalty kill. Both of these teams currently rank in the top five in PK percentage. Dallas coming in at third at 84.6%, and the Penguins coming in at fifth at a solid 82%. So both of these teams can play really well even when they're down a man. The Penguins are, of course, a little bit more disciplined than the Stars are, not quite as penalized, but there's not that many teams that are penalized more or shorthanded more than the Stars. Although I think the Stars are kind of starting to figure that out a little bit, and it's not as much of a problem as it's been at points this season. But this, even though it's a power play that's only 25th in the league with a good amount of opportunities, you definitely don't want to load this power play. You don't want to feed this man advantage because even as good as the PK has been, you, there's several guys on both of those power play units for the Penguins that can beat you, and if they get their clean looks at the net, they're absolutely going to execute in those opportunities. You just have to play strong penalty killing minutes. And if you're the stars and you get those power play opportunities, you have to find a way to beat that fifth ranked penguins penalty kill. It's easier said than done, but the stars seem to finally have a little bit of momentum and have a little bit of a spark in their corner on the power play after Saturday's game, where they get that goal from Jamie Ben. Now for the stars, I think the goalie situation is very interesting. I think there's part of me that says maybe you start Scott Wedge with this game, give Jake a little bit of extra rest after having played the past several games at home, and then you save Jake for a maybe even more lethal opponent on Tuesday night with the New Jersey Devils. But there's also the storyline of Scott Wedgwood coming home to New Jersey. I mean, that's one of the teams that he's played with before he eventually came to Dallas. Not entirely sure who we'll see at the time of recording this late Saturday night. Perhaps by the time you're listening to this on Monday, a little bit more has come out from morning skate or practices, things of that nature, giving a little bit of insight on who will be starting in net for the stars in this game. And regardless of who it is, I'm confident in either guy. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see on the screen now. Saw an interesting stat uh, before the game against the Red Wings on Saturday. If you look at the NHL this season and you look at the average save percentage, goalie play has been down this season. It's been on a little bit of a decline over the past few seasons, but it's really taken a dip this year. Last year, the average save percentage in the NHL was 907%. This year, it's at 904, uh, the lowest since 2005-2006 season, uh, which is pretty crazy. I mean, still some pretty good goaltenders around the league, but goalie play overall has been down as far as save percentage numbers, which I thought was really interesting. But if you look at the Stars goalies, both guys are playing above average. Jake Gottinger, according to NHL.com, has a .915 save percentage, and Scott Wedgwood has a .08 save percentage. So to put things a little bit in perspective, both of the Stars guys are playing at a pretty good and consistent level, and you can really put either of these guys out there on the ice on any given night, and they're going to give you a great opportunity to win whatever game you're in. So I'm curious to see what the Stars lineup looks like, where Gurionov gets placed, where Roddick Foxa gets placed. And I'm curious to see who starts in that because this is a big game in this road trip. You got to start off on the right foot, get two points, and then try to conserve whatever energy you have left and then get ready for maybe the best team in the league in the New Jersey Devils on Tuesday night. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you again for tuning in. 
and making us your first listen of the day. Remember to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform as well. And also follow us on social media at Locked on Stars on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we'll be recapping the game against the Penguins and also looking ahead to Tuesday night's game against the Devils. Should be a ton of fun over the next few games and just a fun week in general. I think we're going to learn a little bit more about this team, potential for a little bit of adversity on this road trip, but also a potential to make a big statement and prove that you are still a legitimate threat coming out of the Western Conference, going on the road and facing some pretty good teams from this Metro division. But I hope you guys have a great Monday. Enjoy your day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. 